0: Are you tired of playing the same old games over and over again? Are you looking to spice up your game night with creative new ideas? Look no further, because we're here to add some excitement back into your game nights. We'll even show you how to take your love of games outside the confines of the living room.
1: We're your hosts, Lauren and Greg, and Friday is game night.
0: Happy Friday, everybody! In this episode, we profess our
1: love to certain games in our collection despite their flaws. For the shelfie, we take the plunge with Clank Sunken Treasures. We find something old and something new with our escape room report of 60 Outs Grandma's Master Plan and share our dreams of future game nights with our Friday favorites.
0: Do you hear that, Lauren? Hear those bells? Hear those bells?
1: Of course, by this time, those bells will have already rung.
0: You could still hear the reverberations through time, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a positive thing.
2: <laughs> I
0: mean, It depends on your perspective, I suppose. But yeah, we're getting married mm-hmm. for the... Second time.
2: time.
0: (laughs) Because, you know, we had planned to get married in October, which we did, of 2020, but COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't able to do the ceremony that we had wanted and planned and paid for.
1: Yeah, that was literally all... We were a couple months away from actually having it before we had to cancel.
0: And and so it is now... Things have lifted enough after you know, an 11-month postponement mm-hmm. that at least we can do the wedding that we wanted and have yeah. some people come. So, hooray. Mm-hmm. But um, other than, uh, you know, a white dress, Lauren, what are you pretty mickety game
1: Well, because um, it is October when this episode comes out, things are feeling very fall and you know why most white girls like me are all into the pumpkin spice um, and I, I do love well I shouldn't say I like pumpkin. I don't necessarily like all the things that are supposedly pumpkin spice flavored. I do because sometimes they, they aren't and they're very good. Um, but I found in the last couple of years that I'm much more of a um, into the apple cider. And the apple cinnamon. That's really good too, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm bringing lots of um, apple cider flavor into our uh, fall.
0: Not going to complain at all. That's (laughs) fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we're actually getting married in a place that's known for growing apples mm-hmm. called Oak Glen. Yeah, um, you've probably seen it in the news in the past couple of years for all the fires they keep having. That also almost ruined our wedding <laughs> yeah. plans last
1: year because our venue almost burned down last year.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll definitely be picking up some of that, mm-hmm. you know, and like luck it in the car for the honeymoon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely Apple Cider is a great one mm-hmm. um, for me. I saw this thing on TikTok a little while ago and, or maybe it was Instagram. And I I love this idea But what these people did for a movie night is they have these envelopes that they've Mm -hmm. already written in and sealed. And they like pick one at random and it tells them the movie they're gonna watch and the menu they should prepare to go along with it like themed foods. Mm -hmm. And I said, how great would that be to do for game night? Mm -hmm. Because the thing for me is, I like to try to cram as many games in the game night as I can. That's just me, I always want to play all the games. But sometimes it's good to just have the one game and really dig down on that experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that'd be fantastic if we all write down a game that we love in our group, you know, or like two, you -hmm. know? And then we, you know, so like yours could be A Ticket to Ride and like Potion Explosion. Mine might be Clank and um, Invasion from Outer Space Mm -hmm. because I love those two games, you know? And then when you pull one of those, that's the game that we're playing tonight. And we also now get to go, and like we pull it like early, not like when game night started, but everyone has an assignment of like, okay, Lauren, you're making the dessert based Mm -hmm. upon your thing. You know, I'm making the appetizer. Chris will make the drinks and Christiana, our friend can make like the main course Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, or snacks, rather, Not really so much main course, but snacks. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that'd be so cool because then people can bring their own creativity Mm -hmm. of like, here's your theme, make whatever you want based upon this criteria and this, uh you know this kind of like type of food or drink to bring Mm -hmm. i think that's fun because then it's almost like a mini halloween party all year round where like you dress up the food that you're bringing to fit the thing and why not you know Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna suggest that to our game group yeah, uh, I've I
1: mean, seen I've seen that thing before where they they that those people do that, um, and also just what a fun thing to do like if you had kids
2: especially yeah
1: like that would be really fun to do in terms of movies, um, picking especially because you could put all the like Disney classics on there that maybe the kid hasn't necessarily seen yet right and then make it a whole thing
0: because we grew up with the VHS copies of like Pinocchio mm-hmm. and Bambi and stuff but how many kids these days who, like, grew up watching Incredibles and in Cars can say that they've seen the original animated Dumbo.
2: hmm
0: Right? So, yeah, that'd be fantastic and a good reason to do that. Plus, it's fun to make those kind of um, uh, Instagram-worthy, like, treats. Mm-hmm. Or at least do your best. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. We've done um, some kind of parties like that before. We've done... The rainbow uh, party. We've done a rainbow party. We've done lots of um, holiday kind of themed parties in the past. We've also done crazy, like... Just um make your own bars. Right. We've done make your own nachos and make your own fries. And I think and... I think especially
0: with a Halloween or Christmas theme party, those mm-hmm. are fun to do, but it's only at the end of the year. Imagine if we could do this all year.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like we've
0: talked before about doing like a nautical theme where like you can mm-hmm. do like dip in like pretzel sticks for like crabs lakes coming out of it. Yeah. I mean, so there's all sorts of fun stuff you can do. And there's all sorts of different themes and it's kinda of cool that it's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Because when you know you're going to a Halloween party, you know to expect spiders and skeletons and ghouls and witches but like if you draw a card and like oh we're doing like outer space like a uh, galaxy trekker i gotta come up with like some asteroid stuff you know mm-hmm. asteroid meatballs there you go you know <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna bring to game that right, is some um creative uh themed uh food options along with our our game that mm-hmm. ideally we would play that one game i could also go get the music I can get our light strips to like pick the right colors, you know, <laughs> really dig down deep and make it a whole thing. <laughs> I won't go so far as to demand costumes, but, I'm not <laughs> but saying, it's, it's not on the table. I'm not saying I'm not going to show dressed <laughs> up. there's a party city right down the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, this episode we're calling for better or for worse. And we are talking about games that we do love even though they have that one flaw that we're like, oh, if only it wasn't this, it'd be a perfect game. Uh huh. So Lauren, have you had any time to think about this? What kind of games do you think are near and dear to your heart, despite the fact that they have that one critical flaw that makes them uh, imperfect?
1: Um, I think there's, um, I mean, there's a lot of games that, you know, can that have that happen um you know one i think that is probably there's a number of little things that you could nitpick on it is villainous Mm -hmm. um you know there's there's some limited options for certain actions like your your activate cards or the fate cards um and a lot of times those are blocked for like half the game and you have to get into the just the perfect little like moment in order to get them right um and also just with villainous I, I like it but you can't really play it i mean you can play it with a lot of people but we played it with more than four people i think we played it with a, its max which it took is six, all night and it literally took forever yeah. and so now like anytime we have a big group we're like oh no we can't pull that one out because it'll just it'll it'll take our entire evening to do um and so i just wish that like When it came to big groups, it didn't quite take so
0: long. I agree. I think that with Villainous, I would prefer it if each space had a a specialty that it does. Like in this space, you can draw two cards or Mm -hmm. you can play another. Like you have the one specialty in the middle, but then otherwise you have all the actions available to you. Yeah. You know, but you can pick and choose how many you use. And then maybe the top row limits, like, if something's blocked, it says, okay, well, now you have minus three options. I'd rather, like, have fewer options for cards being blocked, but still choose what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. you know? And I do like how certain spaces have, like, you get three money here versus one money here. But... Other than that, I kind of don't like that, oh, I'm being forced, I have to go here, even though I need to fate her, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have to hit the activate. So they do remedy that with some cards you could add for some of the villain decks, but yeah, I I wish it was more flexible. Um, For me, one that we played recently that I had a little bit of trouble with was uh, Paranormal Detectives, Mm -hmm. which for those who don't know, it's essentially Mysterium 2.0, where instead of just tarot cards, you have... Ghost meters, you have a Ouija board, you have string that the ghost can form into pictures, you know, so you have lots of options for how the ghost can interact with you. Mm -hmm. And you have to figure out the who, what, where, why, and how of the person's death. Yeah. Which is much different from um, Mysterium because normally it would be like you're just trying to guess one out of eight guesses okay, I think it was this person, mm-hmm. correct or not correct, and then you move on. But here yeah. you have to get it all right in one go, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, but the problem is that you have these cards in front of you that say, oh, I want to use the Ouija board. Or, oh, I want to use the ghost meter. And the ghost meter is like this little sliding scale that tells you on a scale of mouse to whale, how big is this thing? Mm-hmm. On a scale of frozen to on fire, how what's the temperature of this yeah. thing? Yeah. If you have just that, like the ghost meter, and you have to ask the question "why," mm-hmm. you're 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 not you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, the ghost meter only works for very certain questions. I love its idea,
0: but even but it still can... like why is a hard one because like why with ropes? Eh, that's still tough, you know. Yeah,
1: I think that the the ghost meter can be really effective in. Especially like the how, mm-hmm. um, there's some of the questions it's very effective in. Some of the questions it's not helpful at all at all in. Um, I, I know for me one of the frustrating ones is the um the rope can be kind of difficult too, mm-hmm. um especially if it's you don't aren't asking just the right question for that. I think what's interesting about paranormal detectives is some of the scenarios. What's interesting is some of the scenarios have like multiple things so that there's kind of an easy option and a hard option Mm -hmm. so like one i had was it was either basically nobody killed the person it was just his like own stupidity that killed him or you could technically say that the like mayor killed him because of a law change or something but But how the card
0: says politician or something. yeah but
1: how you would ever get anyone to like get to that to mayor through what you have is
0: like impossible Um, Yeah, but but, we played, like, I forget what the answer was, but it was something like that where, like, it said something specific. Yeah. And we said a general, like, your thing from mayor. And we said, like, some kind of, like, boss. And they were like, you're never going to get any closer than boss. Yeah.
1: um, But, like, and then, but at the same point, trying to, when people are trying to ask you, like, who did it? Telling them nobody did it, like it was just them, like it was an, an accident, accident. Yeah. like that was definitely very hard, too. I mean, you guys eventually did get it, but um, but it is like it, that's not even a critique, it's just something that does make the game a little bit more difficult in terms of when it's not actually somebody or something
0: because the thing is like i said you have these cards in front of you for what options you have and once you use a card it's spent Mm
2: -hmm. so like
0: you might have it all figured out except for the what yeah but like the cards that you use to like for the devices in front of you you're like i don't know how this person would ever come up with that much less if they did come up with the perfect answer how i would understand that yeah so you're kind of almost like with the choice paralysis of like nothing and like that's not going to work. I feel
1: like people who play Mysterium that like they'll fall into two camps. Either they will think this is much easier than Mysterium or they'll think Mysterium is much easier than. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think there's it's a different type of people. Like it's not going to ever be
0: like an equal. It's going to be clearly I like this one better than that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean (laughs) our one friend his was like something about someone um, drowned after being like bitten by a shark or something. Right. At one point I literally thought it was bungee jumping in Sydney
0: based on... Uh, oh, like, oh, because he drew waves and you thought it was like the opera well, house. Well, first
1: I thought it was waves, but then I thought he said bungee... Like, then I thought one of his other clues was bungee jumping. And then he they said something about where and he did it again... And right. I was like, Because
0: oh, at one point he, I thought he drew something that looked like a cliff. I'm like, oh, this person went cliff diving. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I just watched Twilight New Moon, so I was thinking of cliff diving. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I was like, Oh, he went cliff diving and like broke his legs in the water or something, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and like how wildly inaccurate you can po- you can be in that game. And
0: no other point would Twilight ever affect my game night, but like no, let's that was hope the perfect not. story. <laughs>
1: um another one that i know like drives you really crazy is as much as we love ticket to ride and as much as we love ticket to ride rails and sails which adds some really fun new complications i I, I love it um the the thing that drives you crazy is that the wilds which can be used as boats or trains however they are only in the train deck and there's no ones in the boat deck right which boat, makes it much harder to get if you're trying to get a certain color of
0: boats. Right, because the boats, they do have single boats and double boats. Mm-hmm. Double boats meaning, like, this one card counts for two. Because yeah, which usually, is a lifesaver sometimes. Usually the 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 sea routes are a lot longer than the train routes on those maps. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes a big difference, you know, to have, like, oh, I needed two pinks. Oh, here, here's two pinks right here, you know. But, like, yeah, if you're digging for that one boat color, it really stinks to, like, not get it, not get it, not get it. And then like you easily could have just started digging in trains get a rainbow there and like why can't the rainbow be in both decks Mm
2: -hmm. and you
0: can't transplant it either because the backs are different there's a clearly a boat card back where it's like a sea captain in front of a ship Uh and then there's the train back that's like all the other train cars and ticket to ride so you would know which one it was if you did that yeah and it's just like if all my routes left are pretty much just seafaring routes I don't want to start just digging through trains.
1: Yeah, you want to dig through because you're what you're trying to do is you're either trying to get the color you want or a wild.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you know. And also
0: it stinks because they have that weird like port system Mm -hmm. where it's like you have to have, I think it's two trains and two boats all the same color all have the anchor symbol on them to make a port, and it's Mm -hmm. like that's a really hard thing to do. Like I know that ticket to ride typically yeah you are searching for that one i need orange where the heck is orange Uh and so you'll like accrue like 25 cards in your hand until finally i put down orange and you're like i'm gonna kill you because you're (laughs) only the (laughs) orange but you know it's just like if you don't need trains and you just need boats like you don't want to keep digging through the boats just like never getting that orange and then meanwhile oh lauren keeps pulling rainbow cards off the top yeah (laughs) Um, one that um, I think everyone can agree with that um, is kind of a I don't like that so much is in Time Stories Mm -hmm. in Time Stories you have the character of Bob who is the um, guy who's kind of like your handler I guess you would say is the best term for it well he's the guy like in the actual future who's like giving you messages and missions Mm -hmm. right and listen Time Stories is about essentially Groundhog's Day the game we're like, you will mess this up. You have to go through the whole thing again. But yeah. you can remember, oh, this lady tells me nothing. I don't have to talk to her. She's this a waste is of my time. just insane and right. he's
1: going to give us something we don't need.
0: Or if I go and steal the meat from the kitchen, I can throw it to the dogs. And then they let me walk by. Kind yeah, of thing, you know? I can fast track this. Essentially. Yeah. So it's all about that. And, but-
1: and the thing with time stories that I think is very hard for some people um, and I know it was very hard when we first introduced it to our group of friends mm-hmm. is, you're not gonna win the first time. You're probably not gonna win the second time. Right, So exactly. you know, don't, like, I know, like, our friends were just like, well, this is, like, this is dumb murder, and it's like, no, you're, like, the whole point is that you're going to lose because then you will learn and you can do it
0: faster next right. time. Right. The one time that we played, because the thing about time stories is you get the main box and it comes with story A or whatever uh-huh. it is. And then there's expansions you can get where it's just story cards. Mm -hmm. But like it goes on the same board, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. But um, we were playing some story. I think it was like a zombie one. Mm -hmm. And somehow by the miracle of God, we like beat it on the second run. The second run. Like Which is like unheard of, Mm -hmm. practically. It was just,
1: like, dumb luck. We just stumbled onto the right answer. Just
0: the perfect right... And we got there with, like, even time to spare. Yeah. It wasn't, like, close. It was like, oh, we just, like, you know, speed ran through that. Like, we had the strategy guy in front of us. Mm -hmm. Um, But typically in this game, yeah, like you said, you're not going to get the first time. You're not even going to get the second time. What I really don't like is every time that you reset the timeline... You kind of pop back into the future, and Bob lectures you. Mm-hmm. The game lectures you for not being awesome right off the gate. Yeah, He's which like, it
1: knows is like, it's not going to happen. Yeah,
0: he, like, he'll at first go like, okay, I understand it's your first time, but like, let's actually try this time. And like, you know what, dude? Like, bite me. Like, I tried. <laughs> I can't help it that I don't know what's going on. And then the second time you come out, he goes, listen, this is really going to affect your performance review. Like, if you're not cut out for this. You can just say so. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, like... I'm trying here. The game says 10 up on the box. Like, yeah. Or oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> um, another one, and this is it's one of our favorite games, but there's a whole, actually two different elements within the games that we, we just don't even use most of the time. Um, and that is in rival restaurants. Oh, love um, it. There are a lot of take that cards whether it be the action cards or the chefs themselves. Mm-hmm. Um so we That's right
0: some chefs naturally just yeah. have to take that element. So uh,
1: what we do is if we do play with the chefs, we kind of have some pre-selected chefs that aren't so much take that. Mm-hmm. Um that we'll usually select from. We usually don't play with the action cards. Um
0: Which I I remember we went to our second convention, we met the people who make that game and we told mm-hmm. them that and they were like shocked. Yeah. And we told them like we don't like to the nasty take that action. Yeah. We like to just, and, I'm trying my game and you're trying your game.
1: And the game doesn't require,
0: like you don't you, you don't
1: miss out on anything in the game and the game is still difficult without having to take that part. All it know? is, it's
0: just an extra level of vinegar you can add on to yeah, it. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. Um, and then you're not a big fan of the mystery mark because people don't utilize it very much. We never go there. Unless there's, you absolutely like have a recipe like that requires it. There's like three
0: recipes in the entire game yeah. that actually require either chocolate or tofu, I think is there. If you have the expansion, mm-hmm. you have a little bit more need to go there because tofu is more of a thing, especially I think with,
1: wine is also more of a thing. And
0: wine know. is more of a thing. That's correct too. I remember the Jamaican restaurant. really yeah. encourages wine... The Indian restaurant encourages tofu, if I remember correctly, you know, so yeah. Oh, and the um, the Greek restaurant encourages the secret sauce. Yeah. But like, so the expansion makes it a bit more useful, but even still, you don't need to go there. Mm-hmm. The encouragements I'm talking about is just, oh, if you cook something with wine, it's an extra plus yeah. for your uh, points. And it's like, okay, but like, to go to the Mystery Mart, first of all, it's expensive as all can be. Mm-hmm. It's like, everything else costs $100, meat costs $200. Anything at the Mystery Mart costs $300. Yeah. And I understand that there they have like bonuses to points and like wild cards because you can get that alien goo that uh-huh. counts as anything. And I get how that's valuable. But I just feel like to have it be its own space is a little bit kind of, uh, because I'm just going to go to, if if I need X, I'm not going to go to the Mystery Mart and just buy the alien goo for 300.
1: I'm going to wait a while and try to get eggs.
0: Or I'm going to go to the dairy section. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy two cards off the top blindly. Yeah. And know that even if I don't get eggs, I now have two more cards that will help me for my next recipe. Yeah.
1: And also if you ever play where you, um, sometimes will make deals with other players and be like, I really need this item. What will you give me for it? you know, or whatnot. Um, So sometimes you're getting stuff that you can just trade at some point.
0: So Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. Right, I may not need butter right now. But someone else might. all of a sudden Lauren has like, I need five sticks of butter because I'm apparently cooking with like Julia Child or something (laughs) (laughs) and what is this recipe? And I'm like, well, I got four and I don't need them. What Mm -hmm. do you want for it? Give me that lobster, you know? The last one I do want to talk about before we wrap up this section is um, Clank. Mm-hmm. I love Clank, I love a deck builder game. It's
1: been getting a lot of playtime in our house lately because yeah. we have some new expansions.
0: Yeah, we do. Um, and there's two different versions actually. There's mm-hmm. Clank, which is the adventure based one, like fantasy, and then Clank in Space, which is the sci-fi one.
1: And all, all the other games are like expansions for those. Right, like too. we have the
0: Mummy's Curse, which is the expansion to the fantasy one. Yeah. Or we have Apocalypse, which is the expansion to the in sci-fi space, one. Yeah. You know? But the thing about the fantasy one is that we have two expansions for that now. And there is like only three times in all the expansions that we have that you can actually get rid of or, as they say, trash your cards. Mm -hmm. And the reason you want to do that in a deck builder is because eventually you buy better cards. And you don't want the old, weak cards that you start with to keep cropping up.
1: Yeah. Or, and also in Clink you have the cards that make you go clank just naturally. Mm -hmm. Like that's all they do, right? Right. Um, And so you ideally want to get rid of those. Sure, you might still make clank for doing other actions or you may have cards that force you to clank to do what they do, but you're getting a benefit for it. Like, them. okay,
0: this Whereas, sword yeah. the sword makes me clank but it gives me three fight power. Exactly. That's amazing.
1: Or I this card lets me move three spaces, but it makes me clank. Okay, well that's a good trade off at Fair. least. You know, rather than the other cards which just make you clink and do nothing else for you.
0: Yeah. So in Clank and Space, they have lots of ways that you can get rid of cards like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Also though now that I'm thinking about it, Clank and Space does have the assassins part where it's little red cubes, where once the villain moves up the track so many points, he sends these red cubes into the bag and when they get pulled, everybody gets hit. Yeah. So I think that's the balance, is that mm-hmm. you can get rid of your own clanks, but then eventually everyone's gonna get damaged no matter what. But the thing I really don't like about the fantasy version is that you can't weed out your deck. And sometimes you know there's good cards in the deck, but you have to like keep churning through cards. And we tried a house rule recently where it's like, well, what if we say that, like, for three gold, you can uh once per turn, like, trash me your cards. And we tried it, and, like, people weren't really using it too much. I mm-hmm. felt like I was overusing it. And, like, I won the game, but everyone kind of agreed, yeah, but you were kind of, like, abusing the system almost. So it didn't count for anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really record or anything. But, yeah. you know, I, I I forfeited the match, essentially. and <laughs> I think you won second place, so you won. But... It's just I feel like there needs to be a modification for that or I don't have all the expansions for Fancy Clank, but I hope that one of the other two that I don't have, the Spider one or the Ape Lord one, does have ways to mitigate that because it really stinks to have, oh, I finally got this card, but like my deck is like 50 cards deep. Yeah. I'm never going to see that card again.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And we've definitely all had that happen to us. And like
0: granted, Clank does have a ton of draw card, draw card, Mm -hmm. cards. But if you're not collecting those you're just in trouble
1: yeah well speaking of um clank for let's turn to our shelfie to talk a little bit more about clank
0: yes so <laughs> let's take the plunge into one of my newest expansions mm-hmm. clank sunken treasures insert bubble House. <laughs> Um, so, as it sounds, this is the underwater mm-hmm. expansion the Fantasy One, Sunken Treasures. I like it. I really like the pirate theme uh-huh. and like, you know, the kind of, even just ocean stuff. I'm not a boat person, but I love nautical theming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the anchors and ropes and stuff. I just, I think it's cute and fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kitsch for me, but I'm enjoyable, uh-huh. you know? And so with Clank, I mean, we had the Egyptian one first. Yeah. And that had a lot of really good Egyptian-themed cards. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the Royal Palace Guards. You had enemies that looked like some of the Egyptian uh, gods with, like, you know, animal heads and human bodies. Uh Uh-huh. You know, there was stuff like magic carpets and Alibaba stuff. Like, all sorts of Middle Eastern and desert-themed cards to be yeah. added here.
1: Although what I, I do like about Clank is all the different versions there are certain characters that pop up in the different versions again like Mr. Whiskers and yeah. like some of the others like that they, they will spin them for a, either a sci-fi or an Egyptian theme but it's the characters you've seen before mm-hmm. so I, I kind of like that. I think it's fun. Right.
0: And so with this game of course comes the new board. It's mm-hmm. a double sided board so you have two different maps with different quirks to each one. But both of them do have I would say about a third of the spaces, maybe a fourth, that are underwater, that are submerged.
1: Yeah, not the whole thing, but...
0: Right. And so the idea is that if you spend your entire turn underwater, you take a point of damage. Because Mm -hmm. you're essentially holding your breath for too long. But as long as you can pop out into a dry space at least once, or if you buy the valuable scuba gear, then you can do that. Buy the scuba gear, guys. It makes it so much easier. But that's the thing. I don't think you need it. Because I never bought the scuba gear in the two or three times we've played it. And I've never taken a point of damage. And I've been down there where the water is. But the thing is, there's like little like pockets of air in there. Mm -hmm. And it's easy enough to get to those. Yeah. So I just, I feel like the scuba gear doesn't really matter. And my other complaint is that I don't think enough of the tiles are flooded. Mm -hmm. I think that they should have increased the flooded spaces at least by 25%. I think it should have been a third of the map
1: also the, at least one of the maps or half at least one i can't speak to both of them because i'm only picturing one in my head at the mm-hmm. moment um it's really like the market is all it concentrated yeah and so it's really hard then it's only four spaces in a row dead center of the map yeah because at one point i wanted to buy something but it was so inconvenient to get back to the market that i was like well yeah I, I don't
0: like that either i felt like that was poor planning for like have the market all just right there? Yeah, like spread out a little bit, guys. Uh-huh. You know, especially when you have a valuable item like this scuba gear that needs to be yeah. bought. You know, one of the things I was disappointed about with this expansion was there's no new monster. There's no new boss monster because with the base game it comes with a black dragon.
2: Uh-huh. With the
0: Egyptian game it came with a crocodilian mm-hmm. dragon. You know, like the little token there looks like a crocodile. And here. They could have easily added something with, like, frills on the back of its head or, like, some kind of water beast. Maybe, yeah. like, a Loch Ness monster Nessie lawn neck thing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's <laughs> Just a dragon. Underwater dragon.
0: No, they. but I'm saying they didn't give me a new piece. Yeah,
1: no, I know. I'm just I, I, wa- I
0: wanted that new piece. Yeah. yeah they, you're just supposed to assume underwater dragon. And I guess if you're mixing the sets, you could do the crocodile one. That kind of would fit. But we didn't do that, mm-hmm. you know. Um... I do like how... Also,
1: doesn't the, the Egyptian one also have the mummy that's running around? It also around? has a mummy running around, um, which is a
0: new twist because now there's a second enemy.
1: That would be funny if in the, the depth section, they also had like a shark going around or something. Right,
0: because you do have a goldfish, mm-hmm. which you can kill to get like extra money and top which of the goblin. Which is essentially the goblin. Right, but you also still have the goblin. I would have had it. Yeah, I like that, where... It's of a goldfish which goldfish is cute keep that but uh-huh. I would have a shark monster running around and maybe like yeah it's like different pieces and if you're in the same section as the shark let's say you roll a four-sided dice and if it comes up chomp you take a point of damage yeah so like that would be good like you know it's a danger of like there's always sharks circling you know or maybe uh, how about this as the track is going up more sharks get added right oh, yeah like, So that way, like they're constantly like it's like a feeding frenzy, like they can sense the blood in the water, mm-hmm. right? That'd be fantastic. I yeah. like that idea. Um, but they didn't do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in fact, other than the map, there's only a few cards that really make this feel like an underwater adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a few mermaids, yeah, cards which are great, there's a few like. Mermaid Shrine cards, which, okay, mermaids, I get it, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, the rest of them are just, like, oh, here's another dwarf adventurer. Here's another elf adventurer. Yeah. You know, the thing about the other expansions I like so much is they had such good theming. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, for the sci-fi ones, it's all, like, oh, like, we have the expansion for the sci-fi one called Apocalypse. And they even have references to sci-fi that doesn't even take place in space. Like, they have a reference to the cube in there. Which yeah. we did an episode in Movie Daytime, by the yeah. way. Go listen to that. They,
1: and they have a lot of references, like they all have red shirts or like they have um I know there's at least one Farscape
0: reference right. in there. So I'm saying like they do yeah. like obscure stuff. There's lots of stuff that take place underwater. Mm-hmm. And you could even do like stuff that's stupid but still we get like there could have been a Jamaican crab
2: mm-hmm. for Little
0: Little Mermaid, you know, or yeah. something like Rastafarian crab and like, you know. Uh but no, it's not there. It's 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 mermaids. It's Merlings, which are essentially like Merlock's from Warcraft, little fish people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's about it. And I can recall off the top of my head for like the underwater content. Yeah. Or underwater themed content. They do have a few cards. Like, oh, deep dive, discard three cards at draw five, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love that card because it's actually on theme. But the rest of it just didn't really seem themed well. They do have a few extra tokens they add into the mix where it's like there's one big secret that you can grab, which is like... Uh, it's a token that's flipped upside down just as a question mark, kind of like a Super Mario block. Mm-hmm. But like when you flip it over, it could be anything. But this one, it's you get one fight, one uh, boots for movement, and one uh, buying power. Or like one heal, which is great. It's like a triple threat. But there's only just one of those. I wish they would have given me like... And then they gave me for some reason like, oh, by the way, here's another potion just for like swords, mm-hmm. just for fight power. I'm like, I already have lots of those. I would like more unique things, please. How about one that gives me an air bubble I can pop at any moment in case I don't have the scuba gear and I can just like, oh, it's a bag of air and I can, you know, yeah. use that as an emergency. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Or just more healing potions, darn yeah. it. I need, uh, yeah. I need healing in this game.
2: <laughs>
1: Every clank. I need more heal.
0: Just, the, I love underwater theme stuff and I wish I would have researched this one a bit more before I bought it. Especially
1: because we we almost bought the other one.
0: I wish I would have bought the other one. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I think that this was the lesser buy. I think that if I was to rank all the Clank games, this is like the bottom. I, I would play it again for the maps, mm-hmm. but the cards, like, uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing really there, you know? And I might integrate some of the cards into the main game because they do have a great system of now they're adding, if you discard this card, you get a benefit. Yeah. Which was not the base game, which I enjoy. But... I just feel like this is the weaker one. I think the Egyptian one is a much, much stronger mm-hmm. game in terms of the ex- what it brings as an expansion, you know. It brings you more components. The cards are better themed. And like I said, here for the pyramid, they're just focusing on Egypt because really mm-hmm. that's the only... They were going for the Egyptian theme, not a desert theme really. It was yeah. more Egyptian theme. But like they still were able to draw from other sources. We gave you the ocean.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
0: lots of ocean stuff. I can name a thousand ocean movies off the top of my head mm-hmm. right now. The Abyss, for one. Where's my amorphous like you know uh, a water creature thing? You know, where's Godzilla? Darn it! You know, like mm-hmm. so. It just I I felt like this was a bit lackluster. I still love Clank. This will still come out every now and then. But like mm-hmm. I said, I think I'm more going to integrate the cards maybe i'll get the board out when i want an extra challenge but even still i think the boards could have been designed better so i don't know what what's your final thought about it
1: um i mean i liked it i i'm not always as so critical as you are. but yeah i mean i i definitely see what you say i mean i i didn't notice as much that you can't just uh get rid of cards mm-hmm. but i definitely can see where that would have been helpful well that's sense. the thing
0: if you're playing this game and you haven't played other ones mm-hmm. other the deck builders where you can discard you're not gonna notice it. Yeah. Once you play a card game when you can discard, like my legendary James Bond, our first Shelf, by the way, mm-hmm. and that one, some of the decks you can discard, and it makes a big difference because now you're getting rid of all your garbage that like you don't need it anymore. That's yeah. why it's called trash. So, Um but yeah, I think I think we enjoy it. It's just yeah, this one's not gonna see as much table time as the Egyptian one. Sure.
1: Yeah, or even and Space. Yeah. Okay, well, let's escape out of this topic and on to our escape room report.
0: Something old and something new this time. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So we did a bit of a unique thing with this next escape room report. Mm -hmm.
2: Um,
0: This was during our combo bachelor-bachelorette party. Yep and you know i had won that free year of sixty out and they were very gracious very generous enough to let me extend that into 2021 mm-hmm. Since 2020 we know what happened
1: yeah and they and they were it wasn't even just the pandemic and us not wanting to do rooms they were actually closed most of that time yeah. so we couldn't have even if we wanted to
0: and so they were fairly like okay we'll give you to the end of 2021 i was like that's wonderful thank yeah. you you know and all the reviews we've done for them I don't think we've really been biased upon the fact that they're free. I think we're judging the rooms based upon how enjoyable they are. You know, yeah. like, look at our one for the time machine. Yeah. You know, that one was okay, but it had its problems. But Yeah. Know. I mean, the,
1: the thing is, with 60 Out is, as we've noted multiple times, um, some of their older rooms show their age a bit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, as opposed to some of their newer rooms. Some of their locations are better than others. Yeah. Um, But even their worst is still better than a lot of rooms you might go to. Right. You know what I mean? Like even their worst room, we've done much worse, (laughs) you know, like there's still a high high setting bar.
0: Yeah. So the one that we did for this experience was Mm -hmm. grandma's master plan. Yes. And what we did different here is we had six people with us, what Mm -hmm. we call our A team. Yeah. Um, and we split the boys versus the girls and I had the girls run the room first. Mm-hmm. And then once you were done, they reset the room and then the boys ran the room because yeah. we wanted to see who could do the room the fastest. Mm-hmm. We did a chipmunks versus chipettes, you know, kind of thing.
1: <laughs> and what's interesting about this room, and I don't know that we knew, I, I definitely didn't know this when we booked because we did have a momentary panic because I was afraid we weren't going to be able to make it to our next room that we had, had booked. Yeah. It, it was close by, but still L.A. and parking,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, this room was um, an hour and a half long room.
0: Yeah, it was much longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and minimum three people. You have to have you at, least, to three have at least three people to do people. this, yeah. mostly because of one specific puzzle, which we'll get yeah. to in the end, but mm-hmm. I-, I wish there was more of that. Uh-huh. I've always said I like it when puzzles require you that I can only see this you can only see that. And we have to communicate through different rooms as to what we're doing. And then possibly even a third person has to communicate back and forth with us. Yeah, you know, I've always said, like, have room A, have room B, and walkie-talkies in between. Mm-hmm. But the walkie-talkies only go to room C, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, they could have also easily achieved perhaps um, making you go back and forth between. Because it's not really too spoilery to say that there are multiple rooms. Right, right. That's, so, that's common nowadays. Yeah.
0: For it to be a single room is more surprising. And
1: there's definitely, there are clues you might get in room one that you need in room two. But I would have liked to see maybe um, there's a television in the first room. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need the television in the last room. So you need someone to go in and look at it physically. Right. Like do you, you remember know? that one
0: in 60 that we did for the circus? We're mm-hmm. at the very end, we're like, oh, we need this thing that we've seen everywhere, but where did we see it? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, where's the white gloves? I need the white gloves kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, and you're like, I know I saw <laughs> just what. So yeah. you go you go barreling through the entire room again going Mm -hmm. white gloves white gloves where are the white gloves yeah
1: and there was definitely a couple items that we needed um but like i said i i think it would have been a a way to do the whole we need three people thing Mm -hmm. could have been that when you get into the final room you have to go back to the television set because it controls the um, the security cameras. And so one person has to be in there watching the security camera. Right, that would have been... Telling you, you know. So, like, I think there's better ways that they, you know... Basically, at the end of the room, there is something physical that you have to do, but it's just a matter of you need this many hands to hold something against a
0: sensor. Yeah, there's literally basically. six things that you need to hold against sensors at the same time. Yeah. And there's no physical way that one or two people could do that.
1: Yeah, it's essentially, like imagine if you were um using the the keys to a nuke where two people have to turn it at the same time no it's essentially like that um but like
0: it's not really like too brain teasery for like what to do yeah so
1: yeah i just i because it required three people Mm -hmm. i kind of wish that there was something more um i do think so this room had we had the full a team we would have crushed it. I mean, we would have blown through it like. Anybody. I will uh, admit sadly that the boys did blow the girls out of the water in time in terms of our time. Um, part of that just had has, had to do with the makeup of our group and a couple stumbles that the girls had along the way.
0: Specifically, I think you girls cited on the day there was a math puzzle that you had to do. Yeah, there's and a math problem. Unfortunately, for you guys, Phil, who's on our team, he does stuff like that for a living with like figuring out, okay, this much and that much equals Well, this
1: yeah, so we had, your team had an, um,
0: electrical engineer. Yeah,
1: basically an electrician, but like an electrician for a cement company. So kind of like a, a more advanced electrician than your normal home electrician. Right. Um, someone who's currently in school for science and has to take math classes. And you're not bad at math either. I was a
0: teacher at one point. Yeah, you're,
1: you're, you're much better than I am. I am not good at math. In fact, I actually have a thing where I forget numbers. So Mm -hmm. if you tell me like something is 52, I will, you know, remember that for about five seconds and then I'll tell you it was 25. You know, like I'll get it mixed up. Um, we had an artist and another writer in the room. So math is not something that any of us are super comfortable
0: doing. Right, so- Especially
1: not quickly. It's not that we can't do math, but not
0: quickly. Right, so if you ask me, probably the better thing that we should have done, Mm -hmm. and maybe, I like the idea of the challenge, and I think we should do it again. Mm -hmm. Because if the price is the same of doing six people at one time versus three and three, why not do this again? Uh I think maybe what we should do is have a draft pick. You know, like either pull names out of a hat or, like, I pick one, you pick one, then that person picks one, the other person picks one. Yeah. You know, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I do agree that the skill set of the teams was a bit unbalanced because we... At least
1: in that particular post Right,
0: but you never know. You never know what yeah. you're going to come across, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so what I did was I didn't want to know how long you guys had been there. Mm-hmm. So I took the boys and we went on a 90-minute walk just around L.A., you know, just kind of window shopping, essentially. Uh-huh. And then we got back and we're like, okay, it's been like 95 minutes. Surely the girls are done. And just as we come in, you girls are leaving the room mm-hmm. going like, ah. Uh,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's, I guess, you know, without, once again, we try not to be too spoilery, mm-hmm. But um, let's kind of break it down. I think, you know, the first room.
0: Obviously, grandma's little sweet doily den. That's what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah.
1: And that room, we really didn't have a lot of issues on. We did. There is... um some essentially music you have to listen to that gives you a clue.
0: That was hard because you had to listen to multiple musics at the same time. We,
1: No, no, no. Um, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm saying music in terms of me not wanting to say what it actually is in the first room.
0: Oh, I know what you mean then, Yeah.
1: Um, And we did have to listen to that more than once simply because we realized we were missing an item. And we were like, oh, wait, what was the order? Because we were missing right. that item. And then we found that item. So we, we got through that room pretty quickly. The only kind of real challenge we had was we knew there was one more thing we needed to do. And we had completely forgotten an item that we received mm-hmm. that, that would have pointed us to that. Yeah. So that that was kind of our first bad. But other than that, that room, we, we breathed through. I'm assuming you guys breathed through it as well.
0: Yeah, there was a... There was a puzzle regarding pictures on the wall. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea what happened with that picture Because mm-hmm. you know how it is in, when you're in a, a group. Sometimes a puzzle will get done. And you'll look up and you're like, oh, I, okay. Uh-huh. And it's like, moving on. Don't worry about it. You know, so I don't know what, the, what happened with that picture. I just know that at one point, uh, Phil was saying like, oh, Harry Potter. So it's got to be at this point. And it's like. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it's maybe just a small detail in the back they didn't notice, mm-hmm. but okay, they figured it out, you know? Yeah. But I, I had the um, optical illusion puzzle. We had to put on, um, yeah. you know, the special equipment and then like you can view the image yeah. better. Uh, I think I did pretty well with that, but the problem is that like they kept asking me my opinion for that and then I'd look up and I'd look away and like I lost myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost as if, you know you're staring at one of those like 3d images mm-hmm. and like you're trying to focus trying to focus and then someone takes your attention away and then now you have to go back to it and you're like oh, m- uh, let me get my eyes to reset yeah you know?
1: yeah see that that was the one that that was the last thing we got because we forgot the we found the device mm-hmm. basically we we set it aside and kind of forgot about it um in the second room part of that room we got through really quickly in terms of, there's kind of like a pipe puzzle essentially that you have to do. Yeah, that we we pretty much like did it without even communicating to each other. We just sort of like figured it out. Um, the problem we had is that the math thing, and that definitely, oh, well, actually that's that's the third room. I'm sorry, I'm skipping the room, but let.
0: But still, let me... the math thing was would have been difficult for me because yeah. at one point I was second guessing. Well, that number seems way too high, and the other guys were like, "No, we need to get to a super high number. You need big numbers first. And mm-hmm. So I, if it was just me, uh-huh. I would have struggled a little bit with it.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, that room that was enough of a time suck that we had to we all literally sat on the ground and we're trying to like figure out the math puzzle. Mm. So that was a major time suck. Um, the room that you were talking about too, where you have to listen to multiple sounds at once. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely hard because definitely having a hard time hearing things. The other thing that was hard is because the what you were using to listen to the sounds was not used in the way you would typically use those items. Yeah. So that definitely threw us for a loop because we were trying to change channels and that wasn't the right way to change channels.
0: Yeah, Um, it would be like if you look at your microphone for podcasting. mm -hmm. You have the normal dial where you think turn volume up and down, but instead you have to turn the dials on the side for where the arm joint pivots. And it's like, no one would ever think to do that.
1: If you were, you know, it would be like if you were watching television and the channel up button was the volume button and the volume button was the channel up button you know like those things were switched or something
0: yeah and it was just ridiculous you know so yeah once again i feel like that's maybe like they were trying to make them seem unique and different that mm-hmm. what was where the different sources of sounds were coming from but at the same time that was a bit misleading they could have got some other choice
1: yeah
0: i mean most of them were fine and made sense but that one in particular
1: yeah where
0: it's like oh like do you want to turn the oven on to turn up the volume like what are you talking yeah, about You're yeah yeah not... that
1: was a little weird um, there was also something where you had to use... Okay, so this was another thing that we had a little bit of trouble with that I don't think you guys had as much trouble with. Um, we There was a, a rotary phone that you have to use at some point. Right. Um, and there was like this combination that you had to put into mm-hmm. the rotary phone. But we also had this clue that had the very same exact symbol as the rotary phone. And it said something about like stop at eight let's say or something like that. yeah yeah and we we didn't know what this clue meant Mm -hmm. and so we're trying to figure we're trying to figure out this pattern and we're trying to figure out this clue and we don't know what that means and so we're trying to apply it and we're trying all these different things well then it turned out it was actually something very simple and later I was saying you know I don't understand like probably if we hadn't gotten that clue we would have jumped to the simple answer sooner. Yeah. But because we had that clue, we were like, Second okay, guessing, th- yeah. this, there has to be something more to this. What does this mean? Maybe it means this, maybe it means that. You know." So we were going through all these different options. See, and was... you said, well, that, that clue had nothing to do with that puzzle. It was for something else. And we're like, what? You yeah. know?" So I think that was part of the problem. And the main problem with it is not only do you find it in that room at that moment, but it also used the same exact symbol that they were using for the phone. Right. So that's... Had they used a different symbol, I would have said, this has nothing to do with this. This must be for I later. agree.
0: Yeah. So that was a bit confusing. But yeah. I mean, in terms of the, the the phone puzzle, I got it right away just because all I needed was just like, what's the number I need to dial essentially. Yeah. But because of the unique qualities of the phone, I was able to figure out here's what I must have to do. I It took me like... Two minutes of trial and error. But with that thing, the clue mm-hmm. you talked about, stop at eight. I had no idea what that was referencing at all. One of the other boys figured that out. Yeah. I, I would have been a lost lamb in the woods for that <laughs> puzzle. So I do agree with you. That clue itself could have been written better. Yeah. I don't know how you would write it better. I know. I remember what it was exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not, well, I'm not say, saying what is. I'm it not going
0: to say what it is. is. But I don't know how you would rewrite that. To make it more clear. I don't know. But at the same time it needs something more.
1: Yeah, like I said, I I feel like either have you have you find it a different place, but also I, the main thing is you can't reuse that same symbol. You have to use something different. Yeah,
0: and even if it's it can't even be a similar symbol, you know, it would be like if in one room there's the number eight and in another room there's a two ball snowman. That's yeah. that's the same, you know, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if like you put a top hat on, I'm still gonna see an eight.
1: Mm-hmm. So then, um, you get to the the final room, um, and you need to do you. It's once again, it's like this weird thing where you have to, basically. So you know, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler because I think when you book, you can tell this by the images that Grandma's plan is that she's breaking into a bank. Yeah. And eventually, you get to the bank, Um, and in there, you have to do something with say the the security boxes that doesn't really make sense. And I didn't get that at all. I, I didn't get that at all. I didn't understand how it worked. Basically, you had to lock something that already was locked, which didn't make sense. Um, and um, how you figure out which ones you have to lock, that also, it didn't really make a lot of sense because you have to use an item that doesn't really correlate. Right. So that was another kind of like, okay, like, yeah, I get that there's names here and there's names here. But why would I ever think to associate these two names together? Um, no, that,
0: that was the only time we had to ask for a clue. Honestly, yeah. goodness. We were like, we, we have no idea what to do here. We have nothing. They're like, yeah, you do. Look, look, look underneath that table. Like, well, how was I supposed to know that that's there? You know, kind of. Yeah.
1: Um, and then this was the other thing we had a problem with was you basically you do this combination of, of um, actions and then you blow the vault I jokingly, after we did those actions and nothing happened, grabbed the plunger to blow the dynamite and blew it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, maybe this is it. You know, like joking, not expecting it to be it. Nothing happened. So we had to ask for another clue because we were like, we did what was asked. Yeah. Nothing has happened. And they're like, oh, you have to do the the, the dynamite. And we were like,
0: I just did. I
1: did. So either I didn't do it hard enough or it didn't work. Or I it don't. could have
0: been that the game master has to see you do it and then they push a button.
1: It could be. Because and maybe they were scratching their nose at that time or something. Right. Because but as I, you
0: talked about at the beginning of this, this report, Some of the games were great back in the day, but they're a little bit older. And this is one that's not super old, but it's like...
1: It's not one of their newest ones. Right.
0: Like if you you kind of judge it based upon like generations, this Mm -hmm. is like maybe a third generation room at best, you know? but like we're in generation five or six right now mm-hmm. in terms of like what they have done. Like I think Jumanji is one of the more recent ones. That's like generation five or six in yeah. terms of like the technology and like the cool stuff that they mm-hmm. do. So because this is like a three, maybe a four at best, it's very possible that one of the things could have been, I have to like just push a button once yeah, I see them do yeah, it. Yeah. You know?
1: um, and like I said, maybe I didn't do it hard enough because like I said, I was kind of joking around like, this is not what the answer is going to be, but I'll try mm-hmm. it. Um, and you know, Once again, it like I think my problem with this room is I think there's a lot of good things going on with this room. I liked a lot about it other than the math problem, just mainly because we're bad at math. So that was kind of an unfortunate thing. Um, But I think what I didn't like is there was a number of logic leaps. And particularly in that puzzle, not only is it a bit of a logic leap, but also like what you're doing doesn't like the actions don't make sense together. You know, it's like if you, um, We're like, oh, you need to electrocute someone with this pen. And you're like, that's not how pens work. And then
0: that'll tell you that the code is blue, orange, red. Yeah,
1: like you're like, this is not how this item works, so I don't understand. And it's not to say that that you can't get away with that in escape rooms, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, I know that electricity doesn't go through a piece of yarn. So me making a current with a piece of yarn doesn't make sense, you know? Um, and that was what I felt in that moment, too. It was I it was like, why would I ever think to do this? Because this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if people need three keys, don't give them eight keys that on one ring.
0: Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that
1: was kind of annoying. <laughs>
0: like, you have to hold, like, nine things. Yeah. And it's, like, three people. So essentially, like, you have to attach one to, like, your belt loop or something.
1: Well, and it's one of those, and only one person can do it. Yeah, You know, and then you're running out of time and you're trying all the different keys and...
0: You're like, this is crazy. It was just annoying. Um, Yeah, it should have been just three keys. Because mm-hmm. in no reality are six people going to be standing there going like, on the count of three? You know, kind of... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. The one thing also I did not like is there's a area in the last room where there's like a little shelf.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there is what's clearly like clues for a puzzle right above it or like directions for a puzzle. You know, that shelf is way too narrow for the workspace of that puzzle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The shelf needs to be at least a foot and a half deep mm-hmm. because they gave you a tool later that's like, use this to do this puzzle. But then like that shelf is only like six inches deep. So it's like a foot You, you guys did shelf. it on the floor. We you? had to do it on the floor. We, There's no way you did could it, do that.
1: We did it on the shelf. And honestly, like I was, I was, I understood where I was supposed to put the different items. Mm. Did not see the number whatsoever. Thankfully, Melissa and Chris christiana saw the number i was like i don't see none
0: no i saw it i saw it we were (laughs) like
1: i I understood what it was that it wasn't going to be a number and that i could kind of see a number forming but um but yeah i was like
0: "Mm." but like because it was on this narrow shelf we're like no that's not gonna happen it's gonna fall put on the floor well so then we're like on the floor little kids like straining our necks up to look at daddy Uh, say like what color is purple yeah
1: Um, we actually afterwards because we ne- we needed to put something else on there. We literally just threw it off, and we were like, "Sorry, game masters, you're gonna have to clean this up." Like, you were like very <laughs> passive <problem>. aggressive. Huh? <laughs> your problem now. <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: I put them in nice little stacks. You
1: know? No, we didn't have time for that. We we in fact, what's funny is at one point when we were in the last room, we almost just gave up because we thought the time like that was another thing that was maybe throwing me off. Some of the sound cues in the room
2: mm-hmm.
1: made it sound like, t- like time was ramping up or that like, um, like at one point I thought maybe they had, cause we've done this in other rooms, especially ones where you're like breaking in somewhere where like you hear the cops outside.
0: Yeah. Like adrenaline's going. And yeah. it
1: sounded like that, like, like basically, oh, the cops are here. You've run out of time. Mm-hmm. And so literally we were like, oh, well I guess we're out of time. And then like until those handcuffs are on you, you're not out of time. It wasn't ending, so we're like, well, let's try this. Um also I think the the item that helps you get out at the end may have been slightly broken as well. You guys didn't even use it. I think
0: um Phil Phil
1: loosened it with his hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) He's got
0: those long thin fingers. Yeah. (laughs) So overall, I think. It was an enjoyable room. It's mm-hmm. a great idea mm-hmm. for a theme, but definitely like could use an, uh, a makeover. It could yeah. use a fresh coat of paint in some spots, and it could definitely use an uh, upgrade to some of its components. Yeah, but I don't think it's a throw the baby out with the bathwater situation. No,
1: I think there's there's good things about it. Um, you know, but yeah, I just felt like they, a couple of the puzzles they're fine puzzles. They just need a little tweaking to make them a little less logic leap and Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna have a clue make sure it's not easily you know easily misunderstood as a clue for a different puzzle right you know like make it somewhat clear you know i'm not saying that you have to make the room easy by any mean i'm just saying you know and I, I'm not like I think even, I'm a little bit forgiving of the math puzzle simply because it does work for what they want mm-hmm. um and probably to a lot of people, it wouldn't be a hard math problem. It's main it's really just sort of adding essentially,
0: but just um, your group in particular, that was not your strength at all.
1: yeah, and basically, you have a group of numbers and you have to figure out what they add up to. yeah, and that was that's just not our strength. um, and so that was definitely a, a oh shit moment for us and
0: I just. I really want there to be a room where there's more than just one time where you have to utilize three people in three different locations. For sure, yeah. yeah, You know, even if it's just like, I have to hold these ropes at just the right level. Mm-hmm. We did that in one. Remember the one that's over here, the drag book of dragons room where I had to hold the ropes at just the right level. And then you had to go around the other side to read what it said. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You
1: know. I, I think if you're going to say that you need three people in a room, there has to be a really good reason for it. Not to say that this room doesn't have a reason for it, but the reason is not really like it. They could the puzzle, have done that a different. The way. puzzle
0: could have been done with two. Yeah. And I feel like the only reason they said three is to make this room stand out a little bit more. Also, the inflated time of like ninety minutes instead yeah. of sixty to make it stand out more. But other than that, the the extra third person really just to inflate price.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally just because the one item is slightly out of arm's reach. And so that's why it requires a third person.
0: Yeah, unless you're a stretch arm or something, you know.
1: Yeah, or have an, uh, have an extra hand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I wish that they would, if you're going to say it, it needs three people, then make that count.
0: Yeah, make it really like, you have to be in three completely separate locations mm-hmm. in order to do this. Not like just all bunched in the corner, but it's just one thing is a little bit out of reach, like you said. Yeah. Saying. And like make the puzzle engaging for all three, not like a nuclear turnkey thing, like you said, you know, yeah. make it, so I have to be doing this while you're doing that. And then she is also doing this mm-hmm. other thing, you know, like yeah. she's turning the wheel, I'm holding the ropes and you're counting stars mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: Like, um, you know, one of the things that we did in another room of theirs, in fact, it's another room at that very location, the Jumanji room, which I believe we already talked about mm-hmm. on this podcast is there's a moment where you don't, you don't need a ton of people to do it but you do have to rely on one another and where you have to be able to link arms around the room. Yes. And it's one of those that one person has to hold something and then you have to be able to hold something and grab their fine. And then you have to move to another location and do the same thing. So once again, it it doesn't require maybe more than two or three people to do, but it it does require kind of this teamwork thing and Mm -hmm. it, and the more people, the easier it is because you can kind of spread out and get it done faster. Right. Um but like something like that that's a good reason why you need multiple people. I agree. Know?
0: Yeah. But yeah, I think we enjoyed this room. Not the best, not the worst. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, so that was a 60 outs grandma's master plan.
1: So for my friend favorites, this is a little bit different. It's not, necess- I mean, it is a board game, but this is not the board game form. Of okay. It. Um, I've kind of recently rediscovered my love for um, the Potion Explosion app. Oh. Um, It's a really fun way to just, you know, when you want to like kill a little time or, you know, if you're watching TV and you want to be doing something with your hands. Right. Um, you know, you can play against just one player, you can play against two other players. I mean, granted, you can't actually play online against real people. I was but, gonna ask, um, is this against
0: people or just the computer? This is just
1: against, I just played against the computer. Can you go against people? But you can't go against oh, people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's also it, part of the reason that I got really good at Pushing Explosion was through playing the app and getting used to it. Um, I will say it does really hurt when you accidentally hit the wrong thing, which does happen occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's a fun little game. It's a very well done, um, app version of the real game. Um, and so I've been playing that a lot
0: lately. Nice. Um, for my Friday favorite, it's something that we started to do a little bit and we kind of like got sidetracked, but I'd like to go back. We've been wanting to do some RPG stuff again for a while. Yep. And I'm still waiting for you to finish. Tell me when you're ready with your painting, because Mm -hmm. your painting currently, are, um Dungeons and Doggos figurines. And
1: the, the Cats and Catapults. Thank you. I forgot mm-hmm. the other one. But
0: yeah, the dogs and cats, cats and dogs, yeah. living together, in mass hysteria. <laughs> um, but we do have a great um, couple of adventure books for mm-hmm. those. and I want to get started with that. But I was hoping that maybe for this coming Friday or so, we could kind of practice our RPG skills a little bit with the game of Capers. The oh. one where it's superheroes mm-hmm. in the uh, kind of Depression era or even the uh, Roaring Twenties area, so it's essentially like um, X Men as uh, you know, uh, Gin Runners, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> where like everyone has like one power, um, but they can do different things with that, you know, and it's fun. And I actually do have an, uh, a, um, an adventure that I got for free online uh, from them, kind of like their sample adventure, and I wanted to just run through it. I mean, we started play once and we kind of got through like the first third of it. Mm-hmm. But we should go back and try that again. You know, maybe yeah. now that I've taken lots of lessons about how to be a better DM, I can like mm-hmm. streamline it a bit more. Because let's face it, I was not a great DM when I first started. You know, I was a bit too by the rules, mm-hmm. but now that I've learned to focus on the fun and it'll come from there, uh, I think I'm ready to give it another go. Plus it's great because this one, you don't need dice. You actually just use a regular deck of cards and you draw cards to see how well you did, not roll the dice, mm-hmm. which I think is a fun and unique way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Music for this episode was provided by twinmusiccom.org. As always, you can find us
1: anywhere podcasts are available. Rates and reviews on iTunes are much appreciated as it really helps new listeners find our podcast. We can be found at Game Friday on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Come talk games with us.
0: And don't forget we can also be found on TikTok at Game Game underscore Friday. Thanks for listening and goodbye.